Welcome to Lunch Beers, episode two, boys. Uh, Derek Jeter episode number two. Derek Jeter number two. Um, we just cracked open a nice, ice cold, delicious Grace Cherry from Lost Tavern. Um, how you boys liking it? I like it. It's got a good, smooth taste. I kind of kind of reminds me of that Mika song, Grace Kelly, a lot too, and I like that song, so it helps. It's very very summery. I'll, I'll say it's pretty sweet. If I had to rate it from one to ten, I'd probably do I don't know a little lower, like probably like a six. I I agree with Nick. Wheat ales, it's cherry wheat ale, so it's like it is a little sweet. I'm getting like cinnamon, even though I don't think there's any cinnamon in here, but like I'm getting that that vibe. And in the summertime, it's just it's not it for me. You know, on a on a ninety degree day on June 29th, but. Don't hate it, that's for sure. What's your rating? Six. I'm with Nick. You know what? I kind of like that area. I was going to go like 6.2. I mean, it's pretty solid. Like Nikki said, nice summer beer, but sugary. 7.5. Oh, Eli, you like it that much, huh? Yeah, the taste is great. I mean, I just imagine ripping this, watching a ball game. Anywhere I am drinking this, I'm watching a ball game. I do feel that, though. That is nice. Yeah, I like that. I feel like it would come in one of those, um, like, the small glasses you get that look like bubbles, you know? What, what are those, like, eight ounces or whatever, the eight-ounce little glasses you get, they're little, they're little bubbles, and it's not a lager glass. Oh, uh, you tulip, know? tulip glass, oh, tulip. I think. Yeah, right? Don't you I feel think. like this is what it would come in, right? Yeah. Like, paired with, like... Yeah, I like that. A nice, like, cheeseburger with bacon, like, some barbecue sauce or something. What you just said sounds super American, which we have to talk about. The greatest American weekend of them all. Fourth of July this weekend, boys. You pretty pumped about that? Super excited. A nice little company holiday? How about it? How about that, huh? I know that gets us smiling, huh? Yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in an island in the Gulf of Mexico. I think we're all doing we're all going away. All I'm staying here. The Gulf of Mexico? I'm out of here, dude. What? I'm out of here, yeah. That's exciting. The only time I've ever left the country was go to the Bahamas and Canada. Well, I won't I'm not down in like like Latin America. I'm gonna be off coast of Florida. So, I guess uh, I don't know. Okay, so you're never, in the United States, and then so. what? Yeah. It's still nice, still nice, still nice. I've never, I've never ventured out of the country. So what? That's crazy. Uh, Jared, you're going to uh, Ocean City, Maryland, right? Absolutely. You're gonna hit secrets up, you dirty oh, dog, dude. Of course, man. That's <laughs> yeah, a, that's a must. Look at that face. <laughs> yeah, dude. Going with going with a good buddy, Troy Naden, a listener. Troy, we love you. Can't wait to play some golf, man. Just make some good dinners. Get absolutely fucking shit housed and you know hopefully not too much rain though the weather is looking like an absolute sweat yeah that does suck and then eli you going to dirty jers <laughs> yeah belmar dude <laughs> you go to bar a this that's, is the furthest i got into the alphabet that's cool that's cool um second well pretty high on the uh american or america's fucking awesome list is the hot dog eating contest this weekend i'm pretty pumped for joey chestnut huh dude he's a mm, come on he's a menace dude glizzy gladiator that's joey yeah. chestnut dude <laughs> how many hot dogs do you think he's eating this uh this weekend over under 73 and a half taking the over dude he gets let's better go. every year let's go he gets better every year 75 last year ladies and gents i just want to turn on my tv drink a beer and see a guy eat an insane amount of hot dogs. Great way to spend the weekend. What's the over under? 73 and a half. Okay, I'm taking two things. I'm taking Tom's 
and the over <laughs> just to watch. 100%, dude. I have all my faith in Joey. So he did 75 last year. 74. Yeah, and he's gotten better no, every se- year. 75, yeah. He's also won in 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016. I'll, I'll I'll take the over. I'm gonna say he's doing 76. Bro, Joey, 76 yeah. dogs. If I had to do a specific to, number, but to give you an idea, he is minus 1500 to win the whole thing. The field is plus six. That's crazy. That's goat status. That's lock. Yeah, that's Joey's just ha- that's a lock. Yeah, that's a goat status. Um, what are you guys' favorite hot dogs? On the uh, subject, what are you guys grilling this weekend? What's your go-to? Uh, gotta go with Ballpark Frank's number one. Nathan's is an easy number two. And then Oscar Mayer Wiener, number three. Okay. I'm a Nathan's guy. I think it's like nostalgic for me. I can eat a lot of, I could honestly, I could probably eat three Nathan's hot dogs at all times of the day, no matter like if I just ate a meal or it's first thing in the morning. I think I could crush three Nathan's hot dogs any time of the day. So, Eli, as Nikki Q's punishment for missing last week, hit him with the uh, random topic generator. Um, Nick, I know you don't know. Eli is going to ask you a super random question. Give us your best answer. I believe in you, man. I'm nervous. All right. This is pretty on theme, so I need two answers. Which sport is the most exciting to watch and which is the most boring to watch? Don't you dare say soccer. Come on, man. (laughs) Come on. Uh, exciting sport to watch. I'm going to say, I'm going to say football. I'm, I'm just going to cop out to that, dude. There's, there too, many, there's too many explosive there plays. Go. That's what I'm talking about, Nick. Yeah. There's too many explosive plays, man. These, these are science, science experiments of human beings at 315 pounds and can run faster than me. It's crazy. So de- definitely the most exciting. So the most boring sport to watch, and I'm, I'm just going to say this out of the general population, even though I love watching it, is it's going to be golf, dude. It's a hundred percent gonna be. Golf. You can't watch it? It, it. No, I I'm entertained by it, but dude, like you have to be in that sport. You have to be interested in that. T- tell me, like how? When did you start watching Golf Channel? Okay, right. I'll, okay, I'm still kind of a newbie, but I started probably watching the actual golf tournaments 2018. Okay, when I was th- down in Hilton Head three years ago. Yeah, you, you didn't grow up watching it. Yeah, we no, all, I feel we you. We all grew up watching Eli Manning beat the Patriots twice. Like it's, it is what it is. You know, you stuck with that because it was exciting. Golf is just okay. unless you're in it, you're not. Okay, that's three hate you right now. Just mm-hmm. so you know, that's fine. I, I love watching golf, dude. I, I love it. <laughs> I respect I'm, it. I'm thinking about the people, right? Speaking of fucking hate. You know what I can't stand is when I'm scrolling through my fucking Twitter while I'm taking a nice poop in my work day, and I see I see a, a, a picture. Is Derek Jeter overrated? Like, what what is good with the world at, at New York media, like New York critics? How could you even say such a thing? The guy's got five, five titles. Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's got five titles. No one challenges that. Derek Jeter is overrated. He's got five rings. He, dude, he's got a couple silver sluggers. How many All Star games? What are we talking about, gentlemen? Like, how is that even a discussion? He is sixth on the all time hit list. Like, we're talking about value added. The goal is to win. He, he wins a lot and he gets a lot of hits. Like, that's also the goal. You go up to hit the ball, right? My man's did it so much and he, somehow he's overrated. What, what's up? I, I mean, don't forget when he was getting voted into the Hall of Fame, there's one person who voted against him. Well, dude, baseball writers are stupid. 
absolutely ridiculous, bro. You you had the conversation of like, oh, well, the range fell off at the end of his career. Like, what kind of what kind of fucking backhanded comment is that? Like, no fucking shit, dude. He's getting old. And like, hey, my hips aren't as explosive as they were when I was 21 years old and I'm 34 now. Like, sorry, I can't make that jump throw that everyone wanted to suck my cock about like back in 2001. Oh, so you want to come shit on me now because our team doesn't win anymore and my ownership and and my GM is a moron? Like, no, dude, I'm not having it. How could anyone ever suggest such an asinine concept is beyond me. And anyone that thinks that, dude, find me. I will fight you. <laughs> I will fight you. Wow. You uh, really take that to heart, huh? Dude, we're all New York guys. How could you not? How could you not be mad? Like, we all like the Yankees. How could know, you not be mad I, when you see that? I like to enjoy my poops. I don't want to get that mad. I know, dude. You got to, you know, stay an update with the world going through Twitter. What else do you do when you're taking a shit? Yeah, no, I hear you, man. And it is kind of fucked up because, you know what? I root, I cheer for the Mets. I like to see them do good. I know it's not a very popular opinion among Yankee fans, but I have a lot of good friends that are Mets fans. And it really does make me happy when the Mets do well. And then just to get all the hate that the Yankees do. There's no blurred lines there. You're either a Yankees fan or or a Mets fan. Like, pick one. No, I like to see the Mets do I well. I get it. No, dude, that's like that's like Giants and Jets, or or there's a million other scenarios. They're in two different leagues. You can't tell me that say, Mike Piazza home run after 9-11 is not like one of the dopest sweet. sports highlights of all fucking time. Okay, there's a lot of, me chills. There's a lot of significance of that, but it does it doesn't mean you cross lines there. I get that, but like what Jared said, it's like two different leagues, and they won't really. It won't really matter until you know they get they would get to the World Series, which was sick, man. That Subway Series was dope, especially Facts. like living in New York for that. Yeah. Like that was fucking sick, man. Lead off home run from Jeter, by the way, in oh the series. God. Overrated, was, right? Yeah, that was yeah, so overrated, cool. right? Okay, no, but, okay. Um, but fucking that is, idiots. <laughs> that's awesome, Jared. You know what though? We need passionate guys like you. We really do. That's awesome, man. You fight the fight for us. I always will, dude. I always <laughs> Thank will. you for your service. <laughs> no problem, dude. Speaking of passion, Eli, music guy, what do you got for us this week? What kind of artist you got cooking? <laughs> Eli, music guy. Never heard that before. Yeah, Eli, music guy. Um, yeah, so I have a I have a group. They're called the Peachtree Rascals. They're a collective out of San Jose, California. They're very, they just tend to your mood. Like, they're a really good group. Just hitting an emotion on the head is, I guess that's the only way to explain it. It's composed of Isaac Peck, uh, Tarek Abdel Kalik, and Joseph Barros, and the mixer Dominic Dom Pisano. And they have a couple songs that you guys would probably enjoy Mariposa, Leave Me. I mean, their entire recent album they just dropped. Anything you click on with them is going to be great. And it's going to fuel your uh, Sunday fun day sitting outside in the sun. So. I definitely think you wash down a beer and give a listen to the Peachtree Rascals whenever you get the chance. I was going to say, I feel like everyone from Cali just knows the vibes. Like, they got the Cali vibes in their music, probably. Just this picture right here. The one guy's got his hood up. The one guy's got a nice little tie-dye headband on. You know, we're, we're comfortable. <laughs> we're just having exactly. a good time, and you can't beat that. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's awesome, man. One last thing we're really passionate about as a podcast we hate the NCAA. Jared, please tell me why I hate the NCAA today. There's a million reasons they hate the NCAA, Frank. They're fucking frauds, dude. They're, they're, you know what? 
I hate that I even played four years of my life in the NCAA. Like that, that's like one of those things that just makes you want to fucking hate yourself. And you know what? I'm at the point where I do because it wasn't even worth it. And the other thing is, is that it wasn't even worth kicking NC State out of the fucking College World Series when you got fans in in the stands where there's 22,000 fucking people drinking shoe beers. And oh, we we wanna we wanna eliminate them because X amount of players tested positive. Guess what? Out of the thirteen that were vaccinated, five of them tested positive on the next day test. So what the fuck is going on? I don't understand. What oh the, the yada yada? Like hey man, I don't yo get your vaccines, do whatever. No knock, right? Yo, I got family members that are doctors who's telling me to get it. I don't, you know we're not getting into that. The point is, is that NCA loves the power grab, and now sp- sports betting is growing across the country. I just love how, I just love how the NCAA. They tweeted what happened with NC State, and then it must have been the very next tweet. They talked about a record-setting attendance. So these poor kids that worked, like I mean. They worked all year for this. All their that lives. must be a kick in the fucking dick, man. Oh. It's not right. Oh. Yo, because, yo, especially in a world where, okay, there's protocols, then push the fucking games back. Because guess what? I promise you, you're still going to sell out for the College World Series, dude. People will come back. All right? Like, figure it out. There is a way. Talk to the small businesses around Omaha. Okay. Find compensation packages for the people that maybe played money or whatever, the businesses that invest, figure it out. Because no, this is, dude, this mediocre, oh, well, give me the 13 guys that are good to go. Like, no one's paying for that, right? I didn't, I didn't take PTO out of my shitty fucking life, the shitty little amount of PTO that I get to drive my ass from the East Coast all the way to Omaha, Bumblefuck, Nebraska to pay to see. NC State's, like, you know, B squad or their freshman, sophomore guys go out there, right? So you're doing a disservice to those fans. You're doing a disservice to all baseball across the country, doing a disservice to everybody on that team. And, and, and like, listen, man, I'm holding the Vandy ticket 9-1 to one for them to I win the just College World say, Series, you have right? a future, so, so like, you should kind of cool. be, like, happy. Yeah, right, I am. <laughs> but, it, like, in the come on, bro. Like, the integrity of the game, like, yeah, and NC some State. of those kids aren't going pro, man. Like, that was it. That was it for them, and they just were just, no, you can't have, you know what I mean? Just like the corporate, oh, we're in charge, like the suits, bro. The stupid fucking suits. Come on. The suits of the NCAA. Uh, NC State was one of the bigger underdogs left. They had a game up on Vandy. Just crazy stuff. Sticking with baseball, though, how down are the Yankees? Uh, Okay, dude, so I, I I just got ESPN update. Oh, six breaking, minutes breaking ago, news, guys. Six minutes breaking ago, news. GM Brian Cashman <laughs> says we suck right now. Oh, no shit. Dude, that's it. That's a headliner. That's how bad the Yankees are right now. He's the most overrated general manager in the history of sports. The fact that you're openly saying that your players suck when you have like some of the most explosive offensive guys there. I mean, he can... That, sh- and he- they, they just fought... They, they've fallen apart, dude. And the lineup is falling apart and you're just not seeing the same faces you have the past, you know, two or three years where it was just like savages in the box. Like, it's... It's not even that, bro. It's that they wasted $300 million on Garrett Cole. Like, think about it from a business side. You know what I'm saying, Nick? You know why I went and got a master's degree, dude? Because like, you know, at one point in time in my life, in my early 20s, my dream 
was to get into baseball and general management. You know, like I used to be an author's assistant. Um, I've had dinners with Hall of Fame baseball players. Like I can go into that life. Whoa, but like no the point deal. is, is like you learn you learn the business side of the game, right? Like the numbers. Hey, how does this work? Like, yo, in Yankee Stadium, how many Nathan's hot dogs do I have around the stadium? And how much net profit am I pulling in every game? Like how many workers do I that that type of shit? And also doing, you know, the scouting and stuff of players, managing your scout salaries, all this stuff. Like it just shows me from a macro level that he's garbage because he took over for Bob Watson in 1998 and what they won in uh, like a couple worlds. I think he's what he's got three or four. Like that's not, yo, George has turned over his grave. His son doesn't give a fuck, doesn't care at all about the team. He's like, whatever, like we're making money. People still come. And the fact that Cashman is not taking heat from like national media for paying $300 million to a guy whose team was relaying signs while they hit, right? Dude, it's way, I promise you, it's way easier to pitch when your team knows what fucking pitch is coming on the other side because I'm probably throwing with a lead. And two, oh, I've used sticky substance my whole life, and when I stop, my spin rate goes down. You just pissed away $300 million because you didn't want to go talk to Nolan Arenado the next year or you didn't want to like think about dealing with the Mets and try to get to Grom. Like, nope, we're gonna go get Garrett Cole, who fucked us, right? Was part of the team who fucked us over going to the World Series. Nah, we're gonna sign him. Like, just it's almost it. Yeah, come on, come on, Jared. I know you're pretty mad right now, and I know we discussed this earlier. So how can you have more fun betting on baseball? Because baseball's fun. It we is fun, it. dude. It, it is gets fun. us pretty heated, but you know you Fade love it. Fade the Yankees every Fade time. Fade the Yankees is great. If you're betting the Yankees, you're down $1,800 on the year. So don't do that, everybody. Stop. Right? Even if it's $10, $5 when you do it, stop. You're going to, like, stop it. You're wasting your money. I get that people love watching home runs and this and that, and it's a really slow game. Uh, but if you're, like, kind of into it from... Like the perspective of, yo, I like some cool players, like the stuff they do on social media, um, or like, dude, everybody loves Shohei Otani, right? You, know, you could bet like first inning, no runs, um, and just go go get an Excel sheet, track the stats, right? Like, yo, how many times have the Angels scored in the first inning when Otani's pitching? Or when he's in the lineup playing DH, right? They scored last, last night, he hit a home run out of the DH spot. Like, go look those up and track those stats. Um, because you know you start betting on those, start winning money. It's fun. You do first three innings. Yo, all right, cool. I ha- maybe I'm going to happy hour, or whatever. Or I'm meeting some people. I got a little bit of time, but I don't have that much time. But maybe I want to sweat. Yo, first three innings, first five innings. Um, it's kind of like an ADHD kid's paradise. You it, know, it's also statistically better for you. It is. So, yeah, so betting you, nine innings because it's too long. Yeah, th- those are the tickets that people don't look at. You know, every retail better is just going to bet on the team they like or just yeah. whatever they think is better in that situation. But if you actually sit down and you look at like, okay, on average, 80% of innings don't hit for any run. What's your bet on that? I'll take you. I was going to say, too, no no run first innings of an exciting bet to make. Yeah, it is. That is, that is yeah, fun, is, dude. Man. You just want to see Ks, dude. Yeah. You just want to see Ks. Yeah, you want to see the pitcher come out and just shove, like just throw right, like just pound the strike zone. Because that is that is a really fun bet. I do agree with you. I do like um, first five inning bets, whether it's over-unders or money lines. 
Um, those are really fun. I know you have a baseball play tonight, right, Jared? Yeah, I mean, dude, tweeted I do. That earlier, but I do. Talk about it. I think. Well, and also just to kind of piggyback on what Nick said, because it definitely carries some value, is that you have to use these stats, and I think that's going to come with this example tonight, because on paper. Uh, the Padres are a team that everyone and their mom absolutely loves right now. Like, watch a Padres home game if you can stay up till 10 o'clock on the East Coast, maybe stay up till 1 to get halfway through the game. Mm, beer. You got Blake Snell, right? Dude was in the World Series last year, absolute goat, right? Okay, well, guess what? Blake Snell's 0-8 in the road right now, and the Reds absolutely fucking mash. You can tell me Nick Castellanos isn't going deep tonight. Somebody bet me right now. I'll take whatever, whatever money. Wait, so Blake Snell... Is defeated on the road. Oh, and eight on the road. That's crazy. And think about the lineup that he has and behind the, him. So the Reds are home dogs. And the Reds are home. They open up at like plus one forty. Wow. I grabbed them today at plus one twenty eight. Okay, guys, we have to move on to the NBA. Do the Clippers have a chance? Someone talk me out of betting them right now to win this series. <laughs> Paul George the free throw. That is very true. That's crazy though. Three two. I mean. Dude, I just... It's kind of scary, but you have faith in CP3, right? Dude, CP3 is the type of guy, and I, I, I talk about this all the time at work. He's the kind of guy that is not there when it matters. He's like a dude that uses PTO on the most important day of the work week. Like, he'll get you there, he'll carry you, and he just disappears, whether it was a, a torn hamstring with the Rockets. Dude, he, he, he just goes missing, and it's hard to see, but for that reason... You always love to hammer the Booker overs on the scoring. Hit one last night over 30 and a half. Uh, that would have been Monday night coming off a rough Sunday. But, you know, you can always rely on Booker. So I feel like Booker is our promised guy at this point. Yeah, he's definitely like, I mean, he's great. I think I think the Suns still got it just because I think of CP3 as the guy that he'll like chill everyone down. He'll keep it calm. Even though it was kind of getting crazy, that flop when then pa- Patrick Beverly like mimicked him, that was pretty funny. That was great. Yeah, dude, you love to watch Patrick Beverly on TV. Dude, he's poetic and he's poetry in motion. Like, he's just, he makes the game interesting. As much as you want to hate him when you see him in a lineup, like, it makes the game better to watch. It's that simple. Talking about the game better to watch, I do miss LeBron. I wish Bro, he was in this playoffs. Not having right LeBron now. in the, uh, in the playoffs right now, it's kind of, dude, it's kind of, I'm emotionally damaged a little bit by this. I've, like, I just know that I could watch the GOAT, the G O A T GOAT play in the playoffs at this time of the year and and he's not there dude I'm I'm down in the living room looking for Santa bro the cookies are still there the milk isn't touched there's just no one to be found bro I'm just sitting there waiting yeah I was honestly really happy when they lost but I miss him now I mean he just makes the playoffs so much more interesting the other side though the Eastern Conference I did not expect Atlanta I mean they have bad sports luck right I did not expect a referee's foot being added to that list. Dude. Did you guys see fucking Trey Young? He has like a bone, a bone bruise now on his ankle. I, He's questionable tonight. I faded Atlanta tonight just because of that. Just because Trey Young. I was going to say the Bucks just covered two straight bit. games in a row. Yeah. it's Dude, it's tough. And like. Tough for Atlanta, man. Oh, oh. Like. What kind of. You're the ref, right? Let's switch, right? The ref's at work. Like, what kind of email are you about to get? being in the way of a star and he hurts himself. I mean, he can't, like, if you're, um, oh, my God, why can't I think of his, Adam Silver. If you're Adam Silver, like, he he just can't, he can't ref anymore, right? Uh, Trey Young, 
like almost broke his ankle. Dude, he at least needs some time to think about it. Like my man shoots from everywhere. He shoots from the bleachers. Like you, you're not safe if you're refing Trey Young, bro. Like he's gonna be on you. You could be in the locker room. He's still gonna give a little ooh, ooh, and he's gonna get it into the rim, dude. It's crazy, but like. You cannot be behind a guy shooting a three, bro. You can't be behind him at all when he's that shifty. Yeah, it really is crazy. Um, last sport of the uh, pod we got to touch on is uh, Nikki Hughesley's favorite, golf, baby. <laughs> um, another very American thing to do this weekend. Um, I know, Jared, you're going golfing or no? Hell yeah, what man. T- what day? Uh, dude, I got a nice Friday, 7.30 tea time, River Run Club in Ocean City, Maryland. And, dude, I'm ready to hit some fucking bombs. I got my wingman ready, dude. She's been charging for days. And <laughs> just, hopefully the rain holds off, He's just dude. getting the wingman ready. That's hilarious. But, yeah, I know, man. Fuck the rain, dude. Well, I mean, you know, an executive VP asked RVP if – Eli and I can go golfing on Friday and leave early. Oh, so, are you guys going? You uh, gave us the thumbs up, dude. I'm probably gonna go. Yeah, you know, this was nice. You know, he said you want to golf on Friday. We were like, ah, wait, uh, who is this? The VP of executive, executive, like top five. Wow, top five. You're you know? golfing with him. You have to play. Yeah, well. you probably. Why would you not yeah. play? No, no, exactly. Yeah, no, it's not that. Why would you not play? You have to. Play well. That's politics right there. Well, playing well, you know, I might I might have to Do you have to? I might go I might have to go juice a little bit Dude, before I go, you, you know, just so I can hit those three fifty drives or something. If you shoot a one ten, your key card might not work the next day. Like, my God, you got to play well, bro. Yeah, man, that that three hundred dollar <laughs> unemployment thing is Dude, this soon, executive so. VP might be like, ooh, we can't have this. That's that's crazy. Eli, you're going too? Yeah, dude. I just hope the putter's hitting the green real nice. I just want to sit her down. Look at the hole, maybe 10, 12 feet. Just look at everybody I work with. Give them a nice little wink. It's going in. There you go. Where are you guys playing at? And then two putt. I have no idea, dude. He just walked up in the middle of Zoom call. He's like, yo, ask uh, if you can go golfing at one and leave. That's pretty sweet, though. Casually. You yeah. sure can. Yeah, I am hitting um, Morgan. Or no, I got I got two dates this weekend. I'm hitting Skytop on Friday. Nice little Fourth of July uh, golf tournament, um, betting fit, benefiting the ESU Warrior football team. I think it's like scholarships or some shit for that. But shout out Twig. Yeah, yeah, shout out Twig, greatest coach I ever had. Um, but yeah, so I got that on Friday. Sky Top. Um, I heard Sky Top's really nice. I don't know, never been there. And then on Monday we're hitting Morgan Hills in good old Easton, baby. So I can't wait for that. I'm definitely gonna get banged up and uh, post my shitty golf swing. Finishing this episode with our locks of the week. Me and my guy, Jareed, 2-0. Both our uh, locks from last episode, Cash. That was pretty cool for that first episode, love. That was awesome. So, yeah, he had Patrick Hanley, top 20 finish, cashed. And then I took, what was it, the Hawks at, I think I had him at plus eight for game one. One outright. That was sweet. Uh, Jared, what do you got this week? So, uh, I'm taking like a... Kind of like an easy, safe route on a Tuesday. I'm taking, yeah, I think the Suns are going to win the Western Conference. Um, so instead of paying a big price, I'm going to take them with the Bucks of the Easter Conference, Lightning to win the Stanley Cup, and uh, Vanderbilt to win the College World Series. And that parlay is minus 134 on DraftKings right now. Okay. So is that, is that you then? 
That's you gotta tweet that me. out, man. That's right me, now. dude. That's All me. Right. Get the lock in, yo, for our <laughs> listeners. I'll wait and then I'll put it in later, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens tonight in that Bucks game, dude. It's gonna be exciting. I was. That's pretty sweet, but I feel like I hit game one. I think I'm gonna ride the Hawks tonight, man. Plus nine. I just opened up FanDuel. Plus nine at minus one fourteen. That a means no Trey Young. A little, you know, higher juice, and I wanted to play, but I, oh, oh, I think I'm gonna take it. Hawks plus Hawks plus nine. I'm gonna tweet it out right now. Um, Nick, what do you got? Okay, uh, Padres obviously because I'm fading Jared, so absolute lock. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna go the soccer route again. Uh, Italy at Belgium. I'm gonna take Italy. Uh, I just think Italy has a, a better league overall in their national league. So there's a lot more talent that just kind of is naturally bred. Um, Talent stallions, baby. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm, it's just great to say. I mean, Belgium <laughs> Belgium just has a couple of key players, but their overall team, I feel like, is a has a, some gaps in it. Whereas Italy, I think, is a little more consistent across the board. So if they could just shut down those key players, I really think they got it. So I took uh, Italy plus 128. There you go. There you go. Eli, down to you, bud. All right. I'm going Suns to lock up the series in the next game. Just snagged a uh, Booker over by the hook. Uh, 30 and a half. Took the over mid-game. Snagged 31. Woke up. Was a little sweaty before I realized what was going on, but we're here. So I'm going to take the uh, the Suns to clean up this series and uh, put the Clippers to bed where they belong so they can go practice their free throws. Love that. Um, well, that's it, guys. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Another episode. Uh, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LunchBeersPod. Uh, that's for both of those. And um, we'll be tweeting our plays out, or our locks of the week out tonight. And uh, moving forward, I know Jared posted a baseball play earlier, but uh, we'll be throwing some plays out there. So please tune in. Um, thanks again, guys.